everyone. Welcome to Ignore Impossible. I have a great guest tonight. Her name is Amber Sim. She's an actress, model, entrepreneur, and if you haven't heard about her, then uh, I don't know what to say for you. You just you don't live on this planet. So <laughs> what's going on, Amber? <laughs> uh, nothing. I've been waiting all day to call you. <laughs> all day? All day, yeah. We had a, I had a long day, so I figured this would be a nice and relaxing yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you took time out of your busy schedule with uh, all the stuff you have going on right now. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later, though. But um, I'm straight to the point, straight shooter, so let's get it out of the way. How did you get into acting and modeling? Tell me the goods. The goods. Um, yep. I first got into it when I was 18. I was going to a photo shoot with a friend as her chaperone and when they were done we were walking out the door and the photographer tapped me on the shoulder and kind of whispered and told me that I should come back for my own photo shoot instead of her so that happened and I got a lot of practice I worked with that photographer for three or four years and I worked as an uh, as his assistant also, so I got a little bit of behind-the-camera experience as well. And I built up my portfolio, moved to Florida, and when I moved to Florida, I met a bunch of photographers that also did uh, filmmaking as well. And I started with some extra work and worked my way up to lead roles. And it's been a fun ride so far. Oh, and I worked for Playboy, too. That was fun. They found me online. Oh, yeah. So uh, nonchalant. Oh, yeah, and Playboy, too. <laughs> I forgot that part of the story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's very interesting that you said you, you worked with that photographer three to four years, because I, I definitely want your opinion on this, because do you think it's like the perception has changed today with, you know, boys and girls, either whether it be modeling or acting or anything, like everybody wants to make it so fast and so quick, you know, like be famous or be successful. I mean, you took three to four years of hard work and dedication, you know, to get to where you are now. Yeah, it's, well, with reality shows now, I think people see it as being easy and you do one thing and you can get famous and all this stuff. But in reality, there's so many working actors that you may not know their name, but they're working regularly on different TV shows and different movies, but they don't have starring roles, but they're working. And that's like, and they do that for years and they do that for a living and they may never become famous, but. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, I'm, yeah. It's just, yeah, you so, just, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think fame, it could potentially be a bonus but it could also be a bad thing i just want to do this and i want to be able to keep doing it for the rest of my life basically so that's that yeah definitely i think you take the right approach of what you're doing right now you're very interactive you know with people i see on facebook and you know you're you're just out there you're you're doing what what you love and you're having fun with it and you're having fun with people too i think people get a real kick out of that when you interact with them you know cuz a lot of people or a lot of famous people per se or try to act famous they don't interact with people and that kind of like 
you know, takes takes it away a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I I try and have fun with everyone online. Like, I mean, why not? You're all there. But it does, sometimes it does get a little uncomfortable when people only see me as, oh, this person's been in magazines and has been doing this when really I'm just a normal person doing, like, I'm working, I'm doing the same thing everyone else is, just in a different form. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely get caught up in that. And uh, I I just like your approach. I mean, you just have a lot of fun. Uh, You do great stuff. You shoot awesome videos. And, you know, you're really funny, too. I mean, I could definitely see you (laughs) in a a comedy role. I mean, I don't know why you aren't already. If anybody's listening that's tied to that, get her in a movie ASAP, because that would be hilarious. (laughs) I just just auditioned for... uh a comedy and I'm hoping I get it that'd be awesome but it's I don't know I think I grew up with a bunch of guys like I had three neighbor boys and an older brother and so I have that kind of view on life I I don't know I think guys are funnier does that mean to say (laughs) no I mean you're you're very funny I mean you just it's, there's some people that just try to come off as funny or they just are funny, but you just have your own style. You know, like it's kind of like dry humor and just regular humor. It's just all mixed into one. You just, you make it work very well. It's, it's, I like what you're doing. It's, it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, I appreciate that. You know, dry humor is my favorite kind of humor because you have to think about it for a minute. And then absolutely mind <laughs> you realize what just happened. I remember when my friend told me to watch uh, Napoleon Dynamite for the first time, and I thought it was the stupidest movie in the entire world. I said, this is not funny. And he and he's laughing his ass off, and he goes, watch it again. I'm telling you, it's funny. He goes, this is so stupid. I said, all the punchlines and this humor, and he goes, watch it again. I watched it again and started laughing a little bit. Ended up turning into one of my favorite comedies, so still to this day. Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. About that movie, at least. Most of the time, you do have to watch it more than once to get it. And every time you do, there's something else that you catch on to, and it's amazing. Yeah, definitely. And and that's what I want to get into next. Do you think it's kind of hard to impress people these days? I mean, not only in comedy, but just uh, movies in in general? I mean, because it seems that it's a hard sell nowadays. In a, looking at it from a big picture, I think it is really hard because there's so many people trying to make movies and create create pieces of work that they want everyone to see. So um, it's basically flooded with all this content, and so it kind of, the really good ones stand out, but everything else is just fluff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's there's comedians out there that, you know, just blow you away, and then others, you know, it takes a little bit of work. And then same goes for movies, and that goes for anything, comedy or just action. You just really have to grab a hold of uh, the audience's attention. Because look at now, look at all the comic book movies that, you know, are just booming right now on TV shows, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC, and Thor is just crushing, uh, crushing it at the box office and all that stuff. So it's... 
Yeah. That's, that's definitely catching the audience's attention nowadays. So. Which is good yeah, for me because I'm a huge nerd, so. <laughs> <laughs> if I had time to be a huge nerd, I would. <laughs> yeah, you're you're way too busy making awesome videos and all, all the other stuff. Even your modeling and stuff is just great work. I'm trying. It kind of <laughs> leaves with the lack of sleep, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me about Playboy. You said they found you online. How did that whole process uh, go for you? Well, they they found me when I was eighteen, and I had only been modeling for almost a year, and I didn't have any nude work. I had an online portfolio, and that's how they contacted me. So they sent me an email saying they were with Playboy and asking me for um, some nude pictures because they were interested in having me on the TV show. And I thought, like, as soon as I got the message, I looked, I was at that photographer's house, and I opened it, and I read it out loud to him. And I looked back, and I was like, this is bullshit. And we just kind of laughed about it. But then we're like, well, maybe, maybe it's not. So we sent some pictures, and... They really liked them, and they wanted me to submit a video basically just talking about myself and, I don't know, being me in my house, and we did that, and they absolutely loved it. And so I went and I did this, and I was 19 at the time, and then I didn't do anything with Playboy for a couple of years, and then in 2000, late 2011, I think, or maybe 2012, I had moved to Florida, and there was a Playboy casting hall down in Miami, so I drove down there. And when I went in the room, they all recognized me, and they remembered me from that submission video. And they said it was the greatest thing ever. They loved the music. They loved how it was cut together. And so um, from that, I got on to Playboy Badass, which was a super awesome, kind of like a travel show. Yeah. I like to think it was jackass for girls because we did the craziest stuff and we did it naked. Wow. And yeah, so that's kind of how that happened. And I shot with them a couple times. I got in three special editions and I have numerous tutorials on Playboy Plus. So. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 pretty uh that's pretty great. I mean in under a year a year you're already doing it with Playboy and stuff like that. Now are there any other like goals or accomplishments that you want to achieve, you know, with modeling? My, I want to continue modeling, but my main goal now is to get hardcore into acting. Like, I just want to start acting more and get real roles on TV shows and stuff. And right now, I think America in the Shadows is that has the potential to put me in that spot. So I'm really working hard on this one to try and make it as good as possible and get it out there and hopefully get it on a network or cable channel and stuff in there. Yeah, tell me uh, more about uh, your project you're working on. That you have the Kickstarter campaign going on? Yeah. Um, where should I start? About a year ago, I was approached by a writer of Casadega. It was a horror movie. 
moved in Florida. I had a theatrical release that was pretty good. And the writer of that came to me about doing a web show. So we did this web show, and there was like a blog and a little horror show. And it did pretty well. And we, the character in the horror portion of that was Contessa Lenore, the harlot of horror. And we liked her so much that we decided we wanted to give her her own show. So that's what we're working on right now. And we're doing this Kickstarter to raise money. The new show is going to be like a half-hour format so it can make it, make it on TV and go to a couple haunted locations, do reenactments, talk about the scary legends and stuff, and then do sexy challenges. And hopefully, if it gets picked up, then kind of travel across the U.S. and go to a bunch of scary places. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm a big horror fan as well, so it would be really cool to see. It it would be. We just went uh, to a couple locations today to scope some out, and I forgot how much I love the paranormal and the the thought of it. Like I don't know, but I in my heart I really wish it was. I hope it is because it's so cool. We went like haunted hotel and. Um, it was just so creepy. No one's been there for years, and it was all run down. So when you're walking through it and you think about all the haunted legends, it's unreal. Like, what if there was a ghost following me right now and I didn't even know it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of places here in Michigan, too. I think, like, Eloise, that used to be that insane asylum. Have you ever heard of that one? Where was that located? I want to say Wayne, Michigan, and mm. a lot of a lot of my friends went there because it's like uh, it's considered trespassing now. Like I think most of it's torn down, but they still have some of it up. But yeah, it's I heard it's pretty creepy. Like I, some of my friends have been there, and they said it's it's insane. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> There's another one in Michigan that I used to go to in high school with my friends, and it was. It was the same thing. It was like a, an old sanitarium, but most of it was torn down. And, like, there were rumors, because it was kind of a small town, rumors run, went around about, like, people going crazy inside. And it was a, for wow. psychos and stuff. So we went in there, and I actually had a really experience. And that was what kind of makes me think it could possibly be real. Like, I went down... Like, the buildings weren't there, but there were some tunnels. Whoa. Like, stairs in the, in the ground. You could go down, and, like, if you were looking from far away, you wouldn't even know they were there, but when you're up close, you can find them. And we went down, and it was, like, half flooded in water, but there was this tire at the bottom of the stairwell that we would get on and kind of float over, float around down there to check it out. And at one point... I just felt like this pulling sensation that someone or something was pulling on me really, really hard to get me through this doorway. And what? It, it scared the shit out of me, and I started freaking out. And people like pulled me off, like pulled me off the tire. And 
when I got out, I had a couple of scratches on my shoulder and like unexplainable. Who knows what happened? But that is crazy. I mean, I I believe in in that stuff, the paranormal and all that uh, great stuff, if you want to call it great. But I've never really had an experience. Yeah, Nothing. that was that was the only time. I, apparently, the house I grew up in was haunted, though. This is stuff that I haven't really talked about with anyone. No one knows this, but wow. the house the house I grew up in. Um, I have an older brother, and before I was born, my parents like they'd leave in in the room in his crib and go watch TV or something. And one time, they went back to check on him. And he was underneath his crib just laying down. And, like, this was before he could stand up, before he could do anything. There were bars there. He couldn't have fallen out. And so, like, my brother somehow managed to get out of the crib and basically just lay down right beneath it. Yeah, that's really creepy. (laughs) My brother, he used to hear people calling his name, and he would go and like ask my parents what they wanted and they didn't wow. say anything. So that's that's like Amityville horror with the voice saying, Get out <laughs> Yeah. So wow, I mean that's there's cool. it's that's why it, I mean it's so awesome but it's crazy to believe that. I just I don't know. No, I mean there there's been some stuff that's that's happened and I mean since I was a kid I used to read like ghost books and I remember one night I my uh first book I checked out of the library was the Amityville horror and I read it one night and you know, looking at the pictures and you know, reading the story and if it's BS or not, I mean it's still undecided to this day, but it's still very creepy. I mean, just look at that house. That's so creepy. And yeah. If that really did happen, then, man, I don't know how they put up with that for that amount of time, because I'd be out of there as soon as something started happening. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> Seriously. God, yeah. yeah, so the you basically, yeah, yeah, so basically you live paranormal activity, you know, so screw the movies, <laughs> you actually, you actually, you know, experienced, you know, something, and uh, I got to say, those movies, are, what do you think of those? I think they're, they're pretty good. They're well made. I think... Um, from a uh, movie-making standpoint, they did an amazing job. Like, they made this franchise making a movie for incredibly cheap and making a lot of money off of it. But the story, I think, is a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's why, I think that's why they do so well, because people are fascinated with it and they can't get enough of it. Yeah, the story and and the effects that they have too, because I know for a fact uh, on the third one they consulted uh, with magician David Copperfield and uh, he showed them how stuff works and illusions and tricks and stuff, and they uh, developed some stuff and put it in that movie, and it, it worked very well. That I didn't know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I didn't tell you either. I'm a magician too, so. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I'm kind of this, you know, triple threat of uh, a sports slash athlete, uh, magician, nerd, all rolled into one. So I'm just a big hot mess there. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah, I know. Nowadays, it, it's okay to say, oh, yeah, I read comics and this and that, you know, but like 10 years ago, you know, oh, what do you mean you read comics? Or, oh, you're into, you know, X-Men or, you know, all this mm-hmm. other stuff. You know, you're you're a nerd, man. You know, guys and girls making fun of you, but... No, yeah. I like I, I like it all, and, and especially the ghost stuff. I mean, I definitely gonna have to have you on again and and just talk about you know your project more and uh, ghosts and stuff because I mean there's just a myriad of things we could talk about. It's just it's long and extensive with ghosts and paranormal stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm I'm very attracted to this project because it it piques my interest in that in that way. And that's why I think it'll do really well because, you know, I, I, I saw it on uh, the Internet and uh, follow you on Facebook and, and Twitter. And, and, and speaking of that, you definitely got to get more on the Twitter. I know you're busy and hardworking, but definitely you need to get on there. <laughs> I will I will do my best. I tried to connect my Twitter to my Facebook so whatever I posted on Twitter would show up on my Facebook feed. Yeah. But I've been having some issues. Like, I do exactly what it says but my computer won't make it happen. And I figure if I did that, then I could post on Twitter more. Yeah. I don't know. I know it gets confusing because then you're on Twitter and then you're on Facebook and you're like, ah, and then you don't know what you posted on what account and it just just turns into a big headache. So, yeah, but when you do do figure that out, get more active on there and uh, follow me back too, so. Oh, I will. What what is up with that? I'm just kidding. I didn't mean it. No, I'm not one of them crazy people. <laughs> like hit up, I see it all the time on Twitter. Like, why don't you follow me back? And well, it's like, calm down. Like, do you think they have enough time to take a look at you know your profile, or whatever? Oh yeah, I'll follow this person back because they're harassing me like 20 times a day to follow them back. <laughs> I only did that once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you I did. Stop. <laughs> Who'd you do it to? Um, I don't remember. Most of the time when I follow someone, I actually want to follow them. So, like, yeah. when people get a follow from me, yay. I mean, right, yeah. Big point. Good. It's, yeah. It's, it's like you need to buy cake, ice cream, candles, everything. You need to celebrate. Like, oh, my God, Amber Simba's <laughs> following me. <laughs> yeah. Or what but I'm about do- to. I'm about to follow everyone who's uh, contributed to my Kickstarter. That's always fun. Oh, there you go, yeah. I love the the way Kickstarter is set up and how you can, uh, you know, put your stuff on there, meaning you get uh, prizes and all kinds of stuff depending on the amount that they donate. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, Kickstarter is a really, really great invention, I think. Like, as long as the people that are making the projects are trustworthy to actually give you what they say they will, which yeah. we've we did pretty well the last time. Like I think we went above and beyond because I mean I want people to be happy. I want to make a good product product for everyone that helped us make it. Yeah. Yeah, and and with your hard work and the way you you look at projects and stuff, I mean that that's really cool because there's not a whole lot of people that you know really care like what people are getting back in return and just you know put it out there like oh you know. You know, donate or put your money in this and, you know, you'll see it happen, you know, but you're putting together stuff, you know, to give people back and, you know, I see people on there, you know, that are excited about it and just talking to you about it now, that's, that's going to be pretty exciting. I didn't know it was 
that exactly that you want to make it into like 30 minute uh shows and all that stuff that that's pretty neat yeah we're we're trying to make it bigger and like we have the reason we have a bigger budget this time is because it needs to be longer and it needs to be the best it can be and so that means hiring uh, more professionals like we teamed up with the school so we have a lot of students working on it but all of the department heads are professionals in the industry and have worked on a lot of stuff. So um, they cost money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, anything you, that you want to make that, that's going to be good or up to your standards is definitely going to cost money, and you definitely have a, a good eye for that. So uh, where does that come from? I mean, you're you're uh, on point, and, and you want it to look right, and you know what you want. I mean, you're very well put together i would say i mean uh, how where does that come from like how does that come about like regarding the show and what i want Rogue just to everything at? just yeah just talking to you i mean with modeling and acting i mean you're just you're very i don't know i guess very prioritized and and you know what you want and you just you go for it and you, you have standards and you want to meet those standards. Like, where did that, that were you always like that, or is it just something you acquired along the way? Um, well, we'll take it to a deep level here. Oh, I, we're going to get deep here. <laughs> I didn't have, like, the greatest childhood, and my way of getting through that was always having hope and always knowing that things could be better. So once I was able to take control and do things on my own, like I I don't know how to put it into words. I don't know, I just know what I want because I, I know because I didn't have when I was younger. Yeah. So basically just when you had that breakthrough, you just you wanted more of that, and you always knew that you were going to be successful at something. You just you didn't know what it was, right? Exactly. I actually <laughs> thought I was going to be this successful marketing businesswoman. That's what I went to college for, and I had like these really cute outfits. But up in Michigan, there's there's no real marketing jobs. It's all sales, and no one in Michigan has money to buy anything from you. So that didn't work out too well. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd still say you have that, you know, about you, that quality, because with everything that you're working on and putting out, I mean, it's it's really top-notch and well put together. I appreciate I mean, that. No, seriously, I don't think people understand, and maybe they do, with even, you know, five-minute, even two-minute videos. I mean, there's a lot of work that, that goes into that. So, you know, that's, I mean, I know being a, a magician and having friends that, you know, work in, movies and you know production and all that so there's a lot that goes into it and they just you know sometimes they don't get the the credit that they deserve you know they're just underrated yeah and i man now that i'm producing this show i've i've gained a whole new respect for producers and pretty much everyone in this industry but like taking compliments like that it's really hard for me like genuine compliments like that yeah i don't i I, just because I feel like I'm just working, I'm doing, 
I'm doing what I love, and I I try to do it as good as I possibly can. Yeah, definitely. I mean, same here. I mean, my attitude is I hate to lose more than I like to win, meaning, you know, with sports or anything, my website or even this podcast or anything like that, if somebody's like, oh, you did good job, I'm like, yeah, like, what's next? You know, like, what's the next thing? You know, I'm, I'm never complacent or satisfied and always trying to get better, knowing that I fully won't be, you know, perfect because that's just not achievable in this life, but striving to be perfect, you know, in the same sense. And that's, I think that's how it should be. You should always strive for more. That's what I do. I have, I think I have ridiculous standards for myself. Like, I, I have, I talk to people in the, the act in Orlando, and a lot of them, I mean, they've done some cool stuff too, but I think because I have this big following on Facebook, they see me as more successful or something, but really, like, I'm not where I want to be yet. I still have a ways to go before I think I'll see myself as, like, a real professional. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I am doing it, and I am working, but there's still more. Yeah, that, that's a great attitude to have, and anybody can take away from this podcast that's listening uh, whenever, wherever you are. That's just that's great, solid advice because I'm the same way. It's just, you know, keep plugging away and, you know, there's always something better to strive towards or you can work on something. There's always something uh, to work on. I mean, that's prevalent in magic. You know, stuff doesn't go your way. Sometimes you mess up a trick or you, you can't get a trick right or an illusion right or somebody, did, they didn't like it or somebody did like it. And I mean, there's just always improvements, you know, uh, to be made. And especially with this podcast, I mean, you're my, this is the 20th episode. You're my 20th guest, you know, so I'm just barely it. Yeah, you're number 20, yeah. Oh, and you know what's just weird? I didn't do this on purpose, I swear to God. Uh, with that picture you had with the body paint, with the number 20 for the Lions, the jersey. Yeah. That's, that's weird, yeah, because you're my 20th <laughs> guest. So <laughs> that's, that's that awesome. was that was not not planned at all. It's fate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so congratulations not. on on keeping going and getting all the way to 20. I know there's so many people who think it's going to be easy, so they do one or two, but then once they realize that it's going to take a lot of work to build an audience or a lot of work to make a podcast in general, like they quit before they even get started. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've had people been telling, oh, you know, it's good, or oh, you're only on, you know, 20. I'm like, yeah, but I just think of the next day, you know, the next guest or the next uh, if it's a solo podcast, you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other and just keep going along because, you know, there are going to be days and there has been days where it's been hard or you can't get somebody or you don't, you know, like the way it sounds or how it is or whatever. But you just got to keep pushing because it's just you'll get there someday. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what would be uh, your your parting message to anybody that's listening that, that wants to achieve you know, something in the, in their life, you know, they, maybe they have a goal in mind, maybe they don't, what would be your advice to them? Oh, there's so much. Let's, okay, let's start <laughs> with, you never know until you try. Um, always say please and thank you, because it really does go a long way. And surround yourself with people 
who support you because that makes a world of difference. Yep, I totally agree. That's, again, that's great, solid advice. I mean, this whole podcast, you've been throwing out some great advice. So that's that, that's pretty uh, awesome of you to just not be complacent. I mean, most girls would be satisfied with, with the Playboy, you know, uh, deal, and, and you're still, you know, chugging along. You know, you're you're into many other uh, things, and, and you're you're doing great. Well, thank you. All right, so yeah, you're welcome. Where can people check you out at? Besides, you uh, know, people, Facebook, Twitter. I have a website called simplysim.com. It's simply with an I, sim with a Y. And also, I have a YouTube channel where people can go check out the the shorter version of the show that we're doing. It was originally called Florida in the Shadows, and there's a whole vlog series going on there. It all, like, kind of intertwines. So if you follow the playlist, it's pretty fun. But the one thing, the one place people should go is to the Kickstarter and help make our project happen because we're so close. We just need a little more help. But that's, if you search Amber, or if you search America in the Shadows on Kickstarter, you'll find it. And we have an awesome set of rewards for people, so they should check it out. Yes. Yes, people, the number one thing. And if you didn't catch all that or you simply just don't want to write all that down, I'll have it all, all the information and Amber stuff in the show notes on my site, justamarlquinn.com. And then you can always uh, always check out interview I did with her. Was I think it was about a month ago. That's up on there too, so go check that out. And if you are enjoying the show, please uh, go to my site, justamarlquinn.com, and click on the banner on the right-hand side for On It. You're probably wondering what the hell is On It. On it has the best fitness and uh, supplement and foods that you can get on the planet. They have kettlebell, uh, kettlebells, lots of them, uh, just all kinds of fitness equipment. And their leading product, Alpha Brain, will help you, you know, just perform at at your best level with uh, mental acuity and focus. And go check it out. They just have all kinds of cool stuff over there. So if you're really liking the show, please go over there and support it that way. And I can't thank you enough, Amber, for coming on and setting aside time. This has been a blast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely have to have you on again and talk more about ghosts and stuff because I love that subject and I'd love to get uh, get more into it with you. Oh, I have more stories, so definitely. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, take care and uh, until next time. And get on that yeah. Twitter. Seriously, figure well, it out. I will. I'll follow you right now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Bye. All right. Bye.